Hello everybody and welcome to episode 37 of Competitive Magic with the Carnies. I'm your host from Italy, Andrea Mengucci, and joining me we have Javier Dominguez from Spain. Hello everyone. And Anthony Lee from Australia. Hola. Alright Carnies, we are back and first and foremost I want to ask a question direct to Anthony. Oh, Anthony, what? did That's you win? Did you win the Yar the Gore wait the G Drug Monster Antalya promo card? Not even close. No, no. That's just, so, that's just, so, not just so it's clear, just so it's clear for the listeners, Mango actually didn't know that it was a sincere question because I understand that with a lot of uh, a lot of player groups, someone would mostly ask that question if they already knew the answer. But Mango is a genuine person and did not know the answer. You know, he was really asking out of a sincere interest for the goings-on in my life. It's great to have friends like, like Mangu. But what happened? Why, why, you, I'm... Just said, you just said you oh. lost? That's it? You're not going to say like, oh, I lost and tell some stories? What do you want from me? Like, are you, are you, do you want me to do the classic magic player thing where I was like, wow, I played yeah, against someone yeah, with exactly. a million sunfalls or whatever? I mean, it's yes, not very exactly. interesting. Sometimes you lose. <laughs> that, that's the thing that happens. Maybe maybe you drafted a good deck. You're happy, you know things like that. Just share. <laughs> oh. well, you, you know, uh, just... well, I, I drafted an RK deck. And, uh, my opponents had very powerful cards that were more powerful than the cards in my deck. Sometimes that happens. I think <laughs> I think that I think that happens in much of the machine sometimes, uh, especially. But I enjoy the format a lot. But of course, the uh, the the density and the power level of the res means that sometimes it's going to happen. But I think on average, I really really love this draft format. But this was definitely one of the ones where. Uh, you go away and you're like, wow, I hate this set so much because they have a million rares or whatever nonsense thing that people were saying in week one of the format, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I think I think some sometimes talking about how we lose is interesting, but sometimes it's not. And then, you know, there's nothing that I hate more than, well, okay, there are a lot of things I hate more, but I, I do hate <laughs> it when, you know, someone has to regale you with some like terribly uninteresting bad beat story. It's... Uh, like, oh, wow, you know, you spent like five minutes to tell me that you lost to a Sunfall, you know, those five minutes I'll never get back. So I tried to spare you from that and you asked for it anyway. So you got it and I hope you're happy now, Mangu. Thank you, thank you. What about what about you, Javier? Did you play in the Arena Open this weekend? <laughs> you're going to love it. Yes, and I lost to the Sunfall. <laughs> oh. Uh, what do you mean you lost to the Sunfall? Yeah, How that... did it go? Did you did you make day two? I, I did, did make two. Make I, did, two? I did make two my first try, so it was kind of good. But yeah, I, I agree with Anthony overall with the format and the search, but I just had to, you know, I was my... I had to say it. That I mean, is I, truly I did lose to the Sunfall. Yeah. Did you lose to Sunfall, Manger? Uh I played also in the Arena Open. I... Uh, no, the very last one, the very last play before closing the stream was a tally from my opponent who flipped a, uh, believe it, the name was Glistening Dawn, the one that makes two tokens. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay and then yeah, I, didn't, I didn't even check what the exile from my deck, I just conceded. Just finished? All right. <laughs> yeah, Fair enough. That was, that was my last, the last play of my opponent. And then I, and then I, can, and then I closed the arena and I'll reopen it next time. Oh. Bye-bye, arena. That's tragic. Speaking of speaking of speaking of arena, this weekend, am I right? There is the very important arena tournament. Yes, arena yes. championships three. Yes. Uh, it right, is. Anthony, you 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 tested a lot of standard for this week. I'm I'm sure, right? Uh, not really. I've 
I was more worried about mm. other things. I mean, I, I, I would have, but uh, I've been moving house, which is literally the only oh. reason that I haven't really. But uh, I mean, the standard format, well, you know, I think there are still things to find out, you know, and there was the new set, March of the Machine Aftermath, you know, so I think we might see, uh, I don't know. I mean, I just don't want to assume that it's that it's all going to be the same. Maybe it is for all I know. But uh, yeah, uh, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see um what might develop i understand that there will be bands right afterward but i think there will still be things that we can build on uh that come out of this event. Yeah, i think this despite that the pro tour uh you know raptors dominated with you know four uh, first four people in the swiss being the same deck the top eight uh, broadcast was actually super diverse because the other four deck in the bracket were all different, so I believe there was zero mirror match throughout the whole. Yeah, Sunday there was broadcast. there was zero match. I am I am also obliged to point out that I feel like it's not necessarily accurate to say. I mean, it is technically correct. It is accurate to say that the top four all racked us mid range, but you know clearly there is also another factor going there where it's all the same team, right? So I think that might affect perception more than it probably should. That I mean, I think I think just saying it was all. Or the top four were Rakdos mid-range after Swiss is um, not entirely representative, I would say. So yeah, it could be also different decks, right? Like, I mean, Rakdos was yeah. maybe the best deck for the PT, but it, you know, it, it could be like only two in the top it or something. You know, like another yeah. circumstances. Like, I don't think the deck actually did that well. Like, if you exclude the results of the handshake players, it's like Black Red did not actually do that well in the tournament. Like, it was fine, but it's not like a crushing deck or anything. And I could certainly see other things coming. Um, I don't know what. I'm not. I'm not saying that I know that there's something else. I'm just saying that I don't feel like playing black red was like well so overwhelmingly awesome that there could never be anything else. You know, because it's not like we were that confident yeah. about it going in either, were we, Javier? Like we were like, oh, I guess. No, I mean we were it's confident. Like, oh my god, um, we crushed um, it. We were playing um, it. No, we were confident we were playing it, and we were happy about the Ragdos. Like we were confident on the Ragdos version being good inside the Ragdos archetype. We're confident yeah. in that, but we were not confident on Ragdos being good. That's two different things. Like, yeah, we yeah that, that is an know, important distinction, and especially in standard, yeah, I, I do so. like to pick the deck that we feel good about. You know, our our ability to play. But yeah, it's not like we went and being like, "Wow, we're gonna crush this tournament with our awesome black red deck." Like, it's just you know, decent. You know, and I think I would be cautious of taking away too much from the the particular performance of black red. Um, one question though, yeah. I think, do you think mm -hmm. the bannings are going to be heavily influenced by what happened on this arena decklist? I mean, arena tournament. By the way, the deck has already been sent. Uh, but do you well, think it's going to Well, it would be like, impossible for the bans to be affected by the arena championships, right? It's literally the day after. I mean, Wizards is not mm. going to make bans uh, no? in a day, right? Or maybe the deck list is people submitted? Do you think they think it's gonna affect that's, mm -hmm. that's just, yeah, just maybe. a window to, to make these decisions? Like it's maybe, one week, but well, a, it's one week. One week is a lot. It though. was on Sunday, yeah. I suppose so, but it sounds no, but have you saying that they they've submitted the decks now? So like uh, maybe they, they do get some more days to decide, but I don't know. It sounds tough to me, but maybe, maybe it could have some influence perhaps, but uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if it was a significant factor. I sort because of assume like this one already. What were you saying? Sorry, it's only two tournaments. It's only two tournaments. Like the PT and this, a big tournaments from a standard. So yeah, it's, it seems like 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 if you only see the PT, it tells only half of the story. Yeah, like and this is like the this is like the other PT, right? So maybe it makes sense. It to, is. Maybe and this event is serious, by the way. Like it's only thirty-two players, but it's quite a strong field, 
right? So um, it's like another pity in a way. Uh, yeah, I, I would take it seriously for sure. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe maybe they would be remiss to to skip it. I don't really know. I mean, I, we just have no idea what their internal processes are uh, for making these decisions. But yeah, maybe, maybe what people have submitted will influence what they do. This um, this things reminds me the the pro tour that Avier end up winning with Gruul. They announced the bannings the day after the Pro Tour, but they got the decklist the week before. So it's like exactly the same situations. And they only banned Field of the Dead after after the PT and Oko. And then they yeah. banned Oko at the next. Well, but we know, yeah. like, we, we know that they didn't ban Oko not because it was not the best card ever or whatever, but because it was like just released and they didn't want to release yeah, a card. A mythic rare that was in the boxes uh, yeah. and yeah. etc. It's incredible that they didn't ban Zertar Goldman after it won that that Pro Tour. So you know, it's they just they're basically asleep <laughs> at the helm, really. Everybody was calling the, for Oko to be banned, but I was really thinking when is Zertar Goldman finally going to yeah. you know release us from its iron grip? Um, Aslan, speaking, Aslan McLeaf, and McLeaf was not even you know like I, I was not even rating McLeaf high until the tournament itself. So <laughs> not even. <laughs> um, I mean, sure I guess it. I'll also address it. You know that um. You know, obviously there there is some speculation about what could happen, and uh, there was a so-called leaked announcement. But I, I I would, after reading it, I'm reasonably sure that it's a fake announcement. And you know, I, I think people should not put stock in these things. And I mean, you can talk about it if you want, right? Maybe it's a way to just to generate discussion. But I would certainly caution people against having their expectations anchored by. Um, potentially and perhaps even probably fake announcements so you know we're not going to talk about the specifics of the uh unconfirmed announcement but you know don't let that set your expectations for what should happen um as far as i'm concerned the only thing that you should expect to happen is uh that a that fable will go because everybody knows it's going to happen and that b that invoke will go because javier said it would and it made a lot of sense so (laughs) that's that, that 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 is where your expectations should be anchored. If that helps. Well, now if they went invoke, I'm gonna feel guilty in a way. Yeah, thank you for addressing this because I don't like to talk about leaks ever. And today on my chat, a lot of people asked me the question, and I was always like dodging it. But thank you for answering. Right, right. It well, proper, you know, I mean, in a proper way. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even talking about this from the perspective of liking or not liking leaks. Like, I mean, I don't really love them, but it's you know, I, I, maybe I'm not as strongly opposed to them as. You are, but I just don't think it's helpful, and I think it can often be damaging both to players and to wizards to think too much about them or to take them very seriously. You know, so um, I think I think we're all better off if we don't, in the, especially in this case. I think um, so. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. There's that. that there's that bans or not bans. Who knows? And uh, the arena championship. That's that should be really interesting as well, right? Um, is that than, is hmm? that is that event only standard or also draft? It's also draft. So it's, both. it's like a pity. Oh, cool. It's like a pity. It's a very good tournament. I kind of want to. I, I try to play one of these, but I just keep failing to qualify. It's very it. hard. It's thirty-two yeah. people, and you have to yeah. like. Yeah. It's so hard, right? You have to seven-one-seven-one or something, right? Yeah, it's very hard. Oh, speaking of very hard tournament to qualify to, this past weekend there was the Mox final, so eight people, and the yes. winner was a True Hero, Marco Vassallo from Italy. And very happy for him because he oh, nice. he's uh, is one of my is one of the friends that will I'll go with uh, uh, to Valencia in two days. Uh, oh. I've been done. I've been doing some cubes with him on Discord. He <laughs> actually threw the cube uh, with the powerful start of Moxafire Ancestor Recall on turn one. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, good. Uh, 
Yeah, and uh, and yeah, so he got to win the final against uh, uh, Sean from England. With uh, he was playing this Gorio Vengeance deck with a track I don't know if you saw it. It's crazy. Like mm-hmm. I kept on asking him, like, why are you playing this deck? You know, it, it, <laughs> and he was he, he just liked the deck, I guess. He didn't wait. He didn't have an answer for you beyond I like the deck. <laughs> he said he's been winning here and there but i don't know personally when i tried the deck i didn't like it but you said you asked him and hmm. what answer did he give you did he just said you asked him and then he he's just said he likes the deck and he's winning a bit like what like well he's a what kind of answer is that he's a player that uh, very much like plays whatever Whatever he likes, you you can see from his deck choices in the little tournaments, and doesn't really follow too much the. I don't know. It's just <laughs> definitely an interesting player, which um, again brings this super cool, uh, super cool new decks all the time. Wow, this is uh, no, I don't have yeah. that much to say to, to justify him, but <laughs> oh. no, I mean, you <laughs> I, mean, he's, here. I mean, he doesn't need to do justification. He's won the whole thing, you know. It's uh... exactly, yeah, exactly. He won the final against uh, the creativity, so I guess his <laughs> deck is you know good enough to defeat uh, the 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 one does, way to uh, put put a large creature into play. Does anyone else like really enjoy the fact that like the most stock, like arguably the most stock deck? Or, you know, the kind of, like, default best deck in modern is called Creativity. It's, like, the, the furthest thing from creativity as a concept you could get now. It's, you know, <laughs> I find I find yeah. it very funny. I mean, there, there was a time where creativity was actually not even in a deck, like... Yeah, it's yeah, so crazy I mean... to think, because it's all, like, not new cards. Like, all the, all the bad guys... I think a lot of people miss that, you know? Like, all the bad guys in the format started out as one of these like funny little brews you know at some point it was edgewall innkeeper was like you know a cute little card that some brews played you know in standard so you know <laughs> um all the all or the villains have to go over time Ham- hammer time yeah, was also a game deck for a long time yeah oh. well hammer time when he was uh, uh, i think hammer time was is there until they print there's a saga and then you skyrocket like yeah exactly yeah, it was a meme deck a before yeah. saga a lot I mean, of things are like one kind of way of being great yeah, exactly. Mm. But sometimes it like takes a new <coughs> Merfolk card to to become a good deck. <laughs> you know, it's usually like one card short. What did you say? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, he didn't say anything of importance. I can assure you of that, Mangu. Uh, yeah, like hardened scales, you know, like the and yeah, or whatever. And and also, I think another important thing from this weekend mocks uh, was that uh, Juju Bean and uh, Bernas they brought Sutai Infect, which isn't really a deck either. But they decided to, you know, they decided it was the deck to bring. <laughs> yeah, I'm just oh. imagining, like, because I think something was Bernas playing against Carl. Imagine you just play Infect and, you know, because you made it in the field, and then you get paired against Carl, who has, like, main deck like, Ballistas and Chalice to avoid. That must oh, have been rough, you know, in a way. Mm. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of that at the box in particular, where, like, you know, because it's such a small event and it's modern, like there's very, the players are very strongly incentivized to metagame. So, like, I, I mean, I really, I'm very doubtful that. I mean, I can't speak for them, obviously, but I really doubt that the Bean and uh, Bernus like both decided that. In fact, there's just like an awesome deck in modern, right? Like, they probably looked at what their opponents had played um, historically and decided that In fact was going to be good against that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of meta. I remember these mocks where I think it was the name. I forgot the name. Will. 
like who talked about like a deck into the field of omnaths which was oh yeah wasn't it was more Kruger, right Kruger. yeah la, Kruger. like this was a very like a very well picked deck right i think that that's yeah. a kind of winning move in this kind of tournaments i think yeah. that's that was what they were trying to do here even though it didn't work as much because at least i will say that mostly applies. actually countered that but like uh I would say that mostly applies only to very small tournaments and only like modern tournaments yeah. in particular. Exactly, but um, it's it's you know I think that's I think this is a kind of tournament to do those things. Like if you're ever gonna play yeah, a wild perfect. deck because of a few matchups, this is the. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad move. Like, I I don't think no, they I think it's made a mistake or anything. Yeah, I think it's a very hard. It's, I think it's impossible to judge from the outside. Like we cannot be like yeah, I mean you know this deck is bad, it's good, because we don't really have not done, done the like the studying the every every one of the opponents you know to see. I mean, everyone exactly. knew there was a meal player, but everyone else could be like, you know, they have like a, you know, uh, exactly because also this, it's LR, LO, yeah, exactly, library, library, li yeah, library out, but yes. like, what's that? <laughs> yes, library out. I'm gonna, I wanna tell this afterwards, but like, yeah, so there's even like, you know, the, the decks they have played, but if you know the person, you can also <laughs> think which decks they could ever ever play, you know, like, I mean, Bernas maybe maybe never played the infect, but he used to play everything, right? A lot of players can play everything. And mm -hmm. if you have enough of this, do you get into this leveling war? And I think it's very interesting. I mean, I kind of, yeah, I hope I get it's to play one different. of these. It's definitely yeah. very different I've... to normal tournament play. So, like, a lot of the time, I think I, I've heard many people uh, try to explain bigger tournaments as being uh, in air quotes inbred, but that's not really a thing um, outside of yeah. these particular mocks events. But for the mocks in particular, I think you probably can't call these events to some degree inbred in that players are really incentivized to metagame very heavily against each other. Um, so, I mean, I'm not, it's not, I'm not saying that you should ignore the decks from this, but you should, I, I would advise caution again that, you know, this does not necessarily mean that infect is back in modern or whatever outside of a very specific context. Um, you know, you really should be careful yeah. before registering a deck like that. Yeah. Um, and also, like, the other thing is, like, they ask... In, in, so this is Tibalt player who always played Modern and won the mocks, like, like uh, the meal Modern. And in an interview... I mean, Anthony knows better than the, the interview yeah. he answered. <laughs> yeah, in the interview, you know, they talk about... Um, you know, they, they, you answer a bunch of questions about what you're like in Magic or whatever. And uh, this guy, I think his name is Tibalt of Red Sub, is a Japanese player. Who explained that uh, uh, LO is life, and you know, and then explained that in Japan they don't like they have different words for, well, different concepts, right? You know, and uh, Mel for them is library out or LO for short. So he's just like you know, I love LO. LO is life. You know, this this is a guy. So we're just talking about how everyone is like, you know, super. You know, everyone is meant to be metagaming against each other, bringing like wild decks that they would normally never play. But this guy's just like, I don't know, I love Mill, and I qualified with Mill because I never play anything but Mill, and also I'm playing Mill in this tournament. I don't really give I don't really care if you all know that. So um I kinda love that. Uh L O. Yeah. I don't know how he did. Yeah, he's a legend. <laughs> Legend of Meal, just, you know. Uh, I don't know how we did, but every deck had one Eldrazi, and the winner, Sean, the one that went 3-0, actually played two Eldrazi, too. Just in case that's, 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 definitely, that's, yeah. that's what Ever. I mean, right? Like, that's the metagaming that happens. Like, everyone, like, I just know that there's, like, one out of my seven opponents is playing Mill for sure. So... <laughs> Imagine if you just shows up with like burn, you know. Burn, yeah. That's that's also that's what I predicted. No, but I he predicted can't that he because LO is burn. life. 
I, just actually, if you with burn, it would be sick because burn will actually be the infect probably, and also to try like burn will be like a sick meta in call for this tournament. Actually, <laughs> it will be fun, you know. Yeah. Just burn, bam. <laughs> well, actually, in the first round, uh, Tibalt got paired against Hammer, which is a terrible matchup for burn. Yeah. So. Okay, but oh, still, damn. overall, if you see the if you see the meta game, yeah. burn will be good, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm just saying that I only watched the first match because then I went to sleep because it was late. What about Eldrazi? Me, but, uh, Do we think? Do we think that was like a good meta game call? I don't know. I think you know, it was. It was a great meta game call because there was two infect. There were two infects, and a and a, and a meal, right? So that sounds like an accident. Not a great meta game uh, call. It, it was. A, it was. A, it was mm. an accident. I mean, but how how do you evaluate meta game calls? I mean, they, they just have to evaluate the results, right? Like it's an accident, uh, of course. But it, maybe. you know, like mm. if okay, like let's let's say Carl expected uh, some players to go under. Because of the meta game, you know, then yeah, so you didn't have to be okay. It doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it could be infected, but it could be like other decks like this. So maybe that's good, you know. I don't know. I I don't know how goes Tron against Hammer. Probably pretty bad. If that's the I case, maybe it's risky good. because yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think that I, I'm a, like I don't think Tron is a very good deck, but it was good in this meta game. Like in this seven opponent meta game with where two half like where two players are. De- kind of dead to Ballista or Chalice in a way, special <laughs> Ballista. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if I was Carl, I would be like, Wow, this is just so great for my deck, it's even better than I could imagine <laughs> in a way. Yeah, better than imagine. Like, there's no way he would have been like, Yeah, Bean's definitely got to turn up with Infect and then you know, just runs face first into your Eldrazi front deck. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's strange, that's very strange, but yeah modern you can you can do these things and i would say that all the moxes are modern or sometimes were they not modern i think they've been pioneer like the i remember one half a year ago was pioneer right the one with nathan and marcia okay yeah where they play phoenix yeah, that's true yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true wow what a sick mox Javier will will try to qualify in the next one with the legacy showcase am i right Anyway, uh, let's move on to the, the next topic. Let's talk about some of the challenges, shall we? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Uh, so, Friday Modern Challenge, first place, Twinless Twin with Blue Red Merktide with a stunning four copies of Merktide Regent, which we haven't seen at all in Blue Red Merktide in a while. He's playing oh. with two copies of Thoughtscour to fuel for the extra spells in the graveyard. And uh, this is something interesting. It's a very different take, and I guess that's what you need in order to bring Merktide back at the top. It's just to revolutionate your decklist. Uh, I don't know if I would call adding Thoughtscour again revolutionary, but I understand what you're saying. You need to change something, I suppose. I mean, I don't think that's a substantial enough change to think that that was why, like, Merktide returned, right? Like, I think it would be more about other things like positioning or that Twinless Twin is very good at playing this type of deck, I imagine. For sure, yeah. Right, like, I, I mean, I just yeah, don't think sure. adding these thoughts cows can... It doesn't fundamentally change your deck in any way. Like, this is not how that card works or how the deck works, but um, I think well, there is something um, to peace, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm just saying that Merktide Regent is a very good card against, for example, combo decks, where mm-hmm. you just pressure them very quickly, and if you cast uh, Merktide Regent, even if it's a 6-6 or a 5-5 on turn, on turn 2 or 3 with, like, one of the three spell pierce backup, 
you know, that might speed you up a lot. And maybe the formats went a little bit more combo with, you would see like uh, draw hardened skills, burn, and just in general, uh, there is definitely a lot more combo decks with creativity, rhinos and things like that. Maybe less uh, interactive deck and more uh, combo decks. Maybe this is why I'm thinking that four mark that might be better than two. But then again, this is just theory crafting and change doesn't really change it too much, right? Yeah, I mean, I always, I've always been on the side that thinking about that was quite important to the deck. Um, so I mean, I, I don't think I've ever been okay with only playing two Merc Tides because the way I see it is that in the matchups that Merc Tide is important. Like they're, they're the, they are the reason that you would play blue red. Right, like if you don't want to play four map type regions, I don't really know what the point of playing like a, a, a disruptive mid range deck like this is. So I've just always felt that was that was good. Um, I mean, I can I, I think that's that's just part of the natural flux of a meta game, right? Like Merktide just died for a while there, but you know that means people stop respecting it and people start to bring out other decks that have not being played because they're bad against Merktide and then Merktide gets its turn to shine again. And that's just part of the natural churn of a metagame. So, um, you know, I, I think that's, I, I, that's that's what I would imagine is the force for this more than anything else, right? Um, yeah, no, that's for sure. That's for sure. Metagaming is, uh, is very important and, yeah, playing the same deck all the time obviously makes you sometimes bad, sometimes good. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like no. that old saying, you know, broken clock is right twice a day if you just jam the same deck every single time. Like, I mean, sometimes <laughs> it's, you know, it, it, it will yeah, eventually like be it. eventually be right. But we also know I the guess, we yeah. also know the classic person that plays the deck forever, and then when it becomes popular, it stops playing it. Like myself with his father's <laughs> breakfast in Legacy, I guess. <laughs> like it just it just happens, you know. It can make so sense. The opposite, yeah, yeah, yeah. The opposite clock, which yeah, the opposite clock means you never write. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> the, yeah. Speaking I mean, of, speaking of uh, yeah, speaking of decks that uh, are uh, very unfair, as I mentioned before, it's the second week in a row that the card Kragan Week Cremator does well in a challenge this time it came second the the, the last week it came at it just top eight but this time uh, i think i believe it was the same player uh came second and i've played it with and against this deck and trust me this card kragan we cremator is no joke like today i was playing zoo for example i had leyline binding and stubborn denial up and they just played this card for those of you who don't know at home, it's a 4-mana, double red, 5-4. When it comes into play, you discard a card at random. If you discard a creature card this way, it deals damage to the power of the card. And they discard either Yargola Multani or Emrakul and just shoots you to the face. And that's lethal most of the time. So I was impressed because this deck doesn't only do this. It also does the very powerful uh, Gorus Vengeance Emrakul uh, mm -hmm. uh, Underworld Cookbook, which has been uh, doing well in modern before. So it is that... Does that just added an extra win condition to a deck that was, you know, somewhat weak to Graveyard 8 and just Urza Saga hate? But this just doesn't care about that at all and just adds this fireball effect, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think this deck really reminds me of, like, the very classic, like, modern, full of glass cannons. Like, this is kind of, you know, we've, we've moved away from that in modern and the more recent years past. You know, since Modern Horizons 2, we see way more hybrid decks. Um, decks like Creativity, Rhinos... That sort of thing. Um, I don't. I don't I mean, out of off the top of my head, like what what decks like play like the old classic modern. Like uh, there's what ha like even ha well, like I'm most of the decks Titan, are multi-dimensional. Maybe? 
Maybe there's like living end. I think only Tron, living Tron, end. Like, Tron, 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 living end. Tron also. Okay, yeah. yeah. I guess Tron still exists. Yeah. So those two. Whereas like, yeah, this reminds me of those. The, I, I'm gonna call it the battle days. Some people are gonna disagree, but this deck reminds me of the battle days of modern where people just like you know where people had this like ships in the night idea where that where that where all that started. Um, but I think this this deck looks like. It, I think it's very good because it does actually have multiple angles, right? Like you don't fall to like any one type of hate. You do. You can like combo people in different ways with compelling overlap. I think I'm pretty impressed. Plus, by saga, it. Classic, classic saga, also. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, yours, the saga, so like do you? What do you mean with uh, compelling? Uh... Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. So, sometimes you say something that I don't understand. It's it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Compelling uh, angles. I think I think he means like all, all the angles. Like it's possible for all the angles to be good enough to win games. Oh, okay. Like you can actually yeah, yeah. turn to Goddess Vengeance people. You can grind them this this with Asmon, Sagan, the yeah. Book, or you can also like, oh my God, this Fireball. Yeah, and you also have the underwork ability to return a creature. Often is like very important for your uh, Krag and Wick combo. Well, I mean, I mean the other. It's not returning the creature that helps Kragenwick so much, but it's the ability to just discard all the, all the misses in your hand. So it's not really random, oh, right? That, no, like, no. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. No, just like the other ability is also very relevant here. Yeah, they uh, both work well. I, I don't know. There's, there's yeah. so much good synergy here, right? Like, And you also, yeah, we haven't mentioned Profane Tutor, but that's so important for this deck to work. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's so scary. Like, if they suspend Profane Tutor on turn two, uh, like, it's like today I was playing Zoo against this deck. Actually, I got paired against this deck twice today, and <laughs> it's so scary. Like, on turn four, you know, like, they're going to do something bad. Notably, I had Leyline Binding for Emrakul a couple of times that they tried to Gore's Vengeance, which is kind of awkward, right? That your Emrakul gets stopped by one mana uh, flesh. But the thing uh, is, like, answer, but... but it doesn't have to be because they can, like, go for the Kraken Week kill instead, right? Like, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Sure. Yeah, they have, they have all the angles. It's <laughs> yeah. quite something. No, but I think it's. I think it's less of a joke as it sounds, and I wanted to mention it because... No, no, for real. I, that, yeah. Like, this yeah. looks like the thing that, like... This looks like a meme deck, but it's actually good. Which doesn't happen very often. Yeah, but... Yeah, I believe it was the Chariots man who said he was on a, like, 4-0 prelim. Uh, like, he did very, very well in, like, three prelim three prelims in a row, I believe he said it's something like 11-1 in the last three prelims with this deck, so I I've, I would really, yeah, I think that this is not a meme and a deck too. Uh, and also, again, one of the reasons why maybe Merktide is, is good again is that uh, this uh, class cannon combo back. Yeah, that would make sense to me, I think. I think this would be... I actually don't know how the Merktide matchup would be against this deck. Um, I would just have to play and I haven't, so... <laughs> has yeah, to has no. to be fine for Mortide. You try to resolve a combo combo pieces yeah. or a full mana card, searching the speed. Like it has to be not you good. Also, yeah, you also have Urza Saga though, which is not and and Asmo. You know, two cards that are somewhat annoying. I mean, Asmo does the removal, but sometimes you know if you play Asmo with two blood up, two food up, you can kill a Shredder and things like that. Um, I would not like to play against Mortet with this. Pretty much any combat yeah. with this even worse. Yeah. Also, you have Epicure to block Ragavan. It's another, you know, a joke, but it comes up. Epicure, um, so yeah. good. The return yeah, of Voldar yeah, and Epicure. Well, with... Voldar and Epicure yeah. is a multi-format superstar. Last time seen with Crack yeah. the Earth. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I was thinking. Crack the yeah. Earth, you know, staple in power. It is, it is a very good card, apparently, somehow. And now it's also in Pioneer, right? <laughs> yeah, the it is, Force it, Convoke. It is a multi-format superstar. Oh, my. It's like, it's yeah. everywhere. Incredible. Yeah. 
You better get the good place. A beautiful Ari place. Ari was right the whole time. Just he was incredible. Yeah. What did he say? What did he say? I think I think I think he said that he thought Roller and Epicure was like very powerful. Just making game objects would be good. That sort of thing. And well, I mean, that's what it did. So. <laughs> I was I was talking today on stream about the Crimson Vow in the Strad. The two most powerful cards are they Blotted Harvester and Voldarna Figure? Um, <laughs> maybe that might I be true. Know, maybe this Crimson yeah. Vow. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, Graveyard Trespasser also maybe. No, no, that's, that's from the other set. Uh, okay. It's a Midnight Hunt. Um, yeah. Okay. Wow, maybe what is no, Crimson I mean, Vow? That, that's wild. There's they no have way. like Soaring, the Mirthless, Mid-Kun the Child Bride, Kill. Maybe? No, Mr. is the other one. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. For me, all the, all the same set. So. <laughs> wow, that yeah. is yeah, rough. I, I mean, Harvester is a very good card. So yeah, I, but I, like I the best card in the set? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, I mean... No, I think it is, but it's just so weird that like random, like, you know... Random. I think it's. I think it's the best is. legal two drop in Pioneer. So I don't think it's no, that rare. There's. You know? There's wedding announcement. There's wedding you announcement. You think wedding announcement is a better card than Harvester? Hmm. No, but I think um, it's better than Voldemort. Currently. <laughs> yeah. On magical like currently wedding announcement is uh, <laughs> one of the most expensive cards, by the way. That's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't believe in wedding announcement still, but. Okay. Okay. I. Uh, I understand. All right. Anything, anything else standing out from this weekend challenges? Uh, we have a lot of Tron decks, a lot of mono black cabal coffers. By a lot, there's a e- lot. Like there's, there's like three Tron yeah. decks in three challenges. Yeah, there's, there's, they, they there's just, a lot. They just, they just, I don't know, they just win. Like yeah, Zoo, a Zoo deck uh, won the challenge on Saturday, and he was playing the Invasion of Tarkir. Today, I today I played with it. It was cool. I Tribal Flame the Invasion of Tarkir. <laughs> I saw two mono black, which I mean, it's not the first time I mentioned this deck. I keep mentioning it because it keeps being in the top it after week after week. Yeah, this deck, no, for sure. If you're looking for a deck, you can pick this up because I have lost to this deck a few times. It feels very stable and it's powerful and just keeps making top it. And I'm pretty sure that this can still be improved. So it's it's um don't sleep on that deck because you know it's I know Tron wins a lot too, but I think this deck is actually even better. And yeah, I mean. Just keeps me in there. It's probably better than Merfolk, I have to say. Yeah, eight wow. eight field of ruin <laughs> is important. Eight field of ruin in modern, they come up like yeah, there's uh, not that many basics. Like was, if you start yeah, field of ruining creativity, they will crumble. Exactly. I was playing creativity like twice twice against this deck, and I was like, it's just like so hard. Like like, it's very easy for them to actually stop like storming my lands with field of ruin. Like it's just so annoying. And also this whole like, you know, it's that easy as like. You can get like Khan into the Stormbrain or whatever, so I have to kill them yeah. fast anyway. It was it was tough, you know. Like I think I think this deck is very good against creativity specifically, and you know I think once I get back to play more modern, I think this if I remember because I'm very forgetful, but like if I remember I, that, that this will be a deck I will try next time. I think who knows? Interesting, Anthony. Make sure to remind Javier to play this deck when he comes back to modern. Though I really need to remind him. I think. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I he think he's, he's gonna... forgetful. He said he's he said he's, he's he forget. Okay, things. I tend to forget things. Yeah, he's not gonna forget this one. I I I sense there is some passion here. I I think uh, no chance, no chance he forgets. I just I just I don't know why, why is this, but I have this kind of thing when I have, see like ghost quarters and field of ruins, I need to play them, you know. But I need to play them to a point where my opponent has no basics anymore. 
Like I see this no, deck, oh. and the first thing I want to do is put the Crucible of Walls in the cyborg so I can play Karn, get Crucible of Walls, and just make sure they have no lands. My my impression was that I, you know I no, want no, to no. do it every time. You also have Sundering Titan if you want, if you like that feeling. <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's but I want to kill every one of them. Yeah, I want to kill every one of them each turn. Yeah, it has to be one per <laughs> turn, you know, like Crucible of Walls. Like I see this deck, and I'm like, wow, can I ever like cut Invoke Despair and just put like. Like Ghost Quarter as well, you know. Like that's that's what. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know they actually they actually Crucible Strip mind me to, uh, the other day uh, in on stream. They had the Deep Root Warrior. Yeah. You know the card. Yeah. Two mana yeah, two three when deals damage to a player. Surveil one. Reanimate a land. And then they had Leonin Arbiter and they had Ghost Quarter. Uh, GG. Yeah. Was... So I oh, could sure. never go out and they had Giver of Runes to give Unblockable to the to, to the Deeper Warrior. I like that well. kind of decks and I think that's why I would like this this Mono Black. You know, it's like just prison. You know, just kill all their lands and they have no lands anymore and then you can just play like a Shieldred or whatever. I just yeah, assume you like lands is fun. I agree. Huh? I, I just again? assumed you liked it because you had Cabal Coffers, which is a card that was printed like, I don't know, like Cleopatra was queen or something. I, I don't know. It's so old. No, 2000, no. 2004? 2004? 2003. Maybe? 2002 and 2003. 2003, yeah. yeah. No, it's, I, I was never a big fan of Cabal because they were like mono black in that era, but it was a blue green madness. I was more of a um, blue green guy than a mono black guy. Yeah. I used to play with my sister, right? So she was the one playing mono black and I was the one playing blue green. <laughs> so that's why I was on the blue green uh, side um. of things. But no, no, I'm not a big fan of color coffers. I'm a kind of feel of ruin. I mean, I want to play oh. that card. I want to you know, punish all these players with one basics. Or zero for, basics. For, those of, for those of you who don't know, Javier is a very important past of Martyr Reclamation. Player. Yeah, more like, like Martyr. Martyr more like Martyr only, but yeah, this Mono White. I mean, I qualified to the PT with Mono White uh, control with a lot of Field of Ruins and Ghost Quarters. Like, and the Blanco. See, Mono White. And, you know, uh, that was a. Like, I enjoyed it a lot, you know, so, I mean, maybe I see this one as the grand grandson of that deck, which is probably like, fair. Yeah, I, I definitely want to try this. Yes, I want to. I must I must mention that in top eight there is the player Leandro who qualified to the mox with Eldrazitron and is playing mono black about coffers. So he quit Eldrazitron to play mono black about coffers. Nice. I mean, this is no, giving me like hope. a gentleman of uh, fine tastes. I see. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Also, this yeah, Leandro. Player, yeah. This this like looks. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Although. Leandro is playing with Shadow of Doubt, whereas the other player doesn't. There is a lot of uh, discrepancy, I believe that's the word, between these two versions. I believe that, uh, for example, the other top eight has uh, three main deck engineered explosives, because I believe one of the weakness of this deck is the, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, Rhinos matchup. Sure. It's not that you fix it with three main deck explosives, but they help, of course. Oh, yeah. I could buy that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just... You know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you can just play a lot of bullets and profane tutors. That's a yeah. Profane tutor is actually absent from both lists. Yeah, I mean, but if you play like a toolbox, maybe it's good. I wonder yeah. if this could be like a Ends Narning Breach deck as well, because you can play Narning Breach and then Crucible of Walls and then Full of Ruin. You know, so mm -hmm. then they, they cannot play. Cannot uh -huh. I believe that that's all I yeah. want to do. I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I can help it. My problem with Ensnaring Bridge lately is that ever since they made uh, Boseju and Otawara, they're like so common that it's so common for everyone to just have answers, you know what I mean? Whereas before, you just played the, the, the bridge and 
there's so many decks that just couldn't get under the bridge. That is true, but I'm thinking like most decks in Modern now attack or they're a buy for Monostone Rain, right? Like even if you have one answer or something, uh, it's they still attack. Like you play against like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah Merc type, for example, has yeah. like maybe one Otawara, one Borrower. Notably, Twinless Twin has dropped the Otawara. Wow, only as the Borrower, but... Yeah, it's um, not that. If you drop a Running Breach against some, you know, Blue-Red... Yeah. They put, yeah, no, they put a lot of sure. basics, which is annoying, but I don't know. There's, there's, there's something. I think that, that there things could work here. But I don't believe the Cowl Coffers Urborg Invoke Despair is necessarily the best thing to do with this shell. Like maybe we can just play more of a normal deck. Like maybe normal deck is better, like a more, you know, like traditional black deck with removal sorts and the such. And just rely on shield red because I think for Urborg for Cowl Coffers, this must lead into a lot of mulligans. And I think the, the Invoke Despair payoff is uh, maybe like not enough. Maybe it is, also, I'm sure. But... Veil of Summer, it's actually a common card. I mean, yeah, again, exactly. and Invoke Despair, you don't, you, you, need a, you don't even have Thoughtsey. So uh, Veil of Summer really mostly just goes on Invoke Despair. Yeah, I think I think there's, this deck could be better, but it, I think the, the whole idea of like just playing black cards, they're good. There's like Urborg, Feel of Ruin, you know, that, that's a good thing. We'll see, but mm-hmm. could use fellow Thimble Breaker also, though. I feel, <laughs> <laughs> but then you you, you lose all the, the nine swarms and etc. And that's an issue. Maybe Mono White is back again. Mono White, mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe Green White. I don't know. I'll, I will definitely toy with the idea of playing a lot of Fellow Prince. <laughs> yeah, if you get paired against Talai on Magic Online, just keep hand levy hand because <laughs> he's gonna blow them up. Exactly. You know? really... Yeah. That's the plan. Ghost Quarter. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I kinda wanna go Ghost Quarter, something that Afusa and Crystal of Walls. But I I tried to make that work too many times, but maybe it is time to try again. Every few years I you, try it. You do know. you do you plan on playing uh, modern at four seasons? Because uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, not this weekend, but the next one, me and Javier will be in uh, four season in Bologna. It's the an eternal weekend, but there's also a, a large, yeah, very large modern event. I will, but I will play a normal deck. I actually don't have a deck nor an idea of what to play. I will require help in other direction. I don't want yeah. to. Otherwise, I will end well, me playing like Tron or something. So on oh, no. Saturday, I'll play. I'll play Legacy, so I can I can lend you any deck. Oh, probably, that's good. So. Then then I, I will I'll be, I will play whatever you lend me. Real life mana traders. I can yeah. <laughs> I, I I will ask for a deck from Mangu, and I will ask Anthony about which deck to ask for. So oh, I was gonna say you know, it, it just sounds like so exploitable when you say I'll just play anything you give me. Like it just sounds like you're gonna get something completely. No, trolled, no, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play whatever Mango gives me. But whatever Mango gives me is gonna be whatever Anthony says. I have to play. So that, that, oh, that's, that's what I think that go. there's no chance I would use that to troll you. So I mean, if you give that's me the nice. Murtad Regent, I will be quite disappointed. But I will still play it. You know, I wouldn't do that to you. Be, I think that's too mean. You, you could give me Rhinos, I guess, because it's not super hard to play, and I think it's a very good deck. You could give me Hammer because it's a fun. You could give me. Sk- ah, no, I'm kind of excited now to know what. I could give you Murfolk. What will you? You could give me Murfolk, but if you're gonna give me a pleasure deck, may as well use Mono Black. You know, I can just play. Okay, okay, I have an idea. <laughs> I could play Mono Black, release mode in the Four Seasons. Nice. This means like release wow. mode means like never you never played the deck before. That's why I actually it's bad news. You have played I, the deck I before. You played the it mono, with your sister. I don't have the mono black cards. No, that's sad. Oh. I don't have the 
Well, I think I have everything, actually. I only don't have Cabal Coffers. Like, like, I don't like to do this uh, for big tournaments or whatever, but playing March. a deck for the first time in a tournament has this like kind of a strange sensation of like, you know, let's <laughs> let's find out. Find out. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. You, you know at what the, I mean, right, Bengu? <laughs> yeah, the last four seasons, the team event, we actually rolled the, the, the formats before the event. You know, you know each, each of us brought a format, but then we just rolled the deck. That's, what did you end up yeah. playing? I, I, finally enough, we ended up on the same decks that we brought, so uh, it kind of fe- felt like rigged, but it wasn't. It was <laughs> nice. Yeah, I brought. I played a Merktide, Blue Merktide. Well, I also see two elementals somewhere there in the top eight. Yeah, with uh, with I don't think we've mentioned it yet, but both of these elementals deck are playing three copies of Nisa Resurgent Animist. Yeah, this 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 card's like kind of interesting. I think. Uh, Ooh, one of them has Keruga, and the other one doesn't oh. have a companion. Yeah, I think the card is good here because it's a good, but I think it's like not super good. Like I would be surprised if we have more than one copy, or you know, after enough time, because the fail, the like the the fail case of the card is very bad. Like it's mm-hmm. it's just very yeah, bad. I, mean, that, I think that's the issue. That dies. Yeah, the trades down on all the efficient removal. So, the yeah, exactly. I mean, I played uh, a league with Nisa, and honestly, I i mean, again, obviously it's just one league, but I was impressed. The problem of Elementos is that it dies of flooding, right? This is this is, has been the problem of the deck uh, ever since they banned Yorian. And Nisa kind of helps there. Like, you can... It's not bad. I mean, it's not a great turn three play, unlike Reason Reef, but, you know, I mean, the Reason Reef wasn't a great turn three play anyway, but... Just, Overall, uh, I've been impressed with Nisa, and I think that uh, it's getting the the Elementals deck better. Yes. Okay, do you have Nisas? I can borrow for the four seasons, Mango. Well, I bought uh, three Nisas. Uh, they need to arrive, but I bought them actually pre-spike. I only paid them thirteen euros. All right, all right, Anthony. So this one is in the menu, right? If you if you want me to play Elementals, I will be very happy to do so. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it arrives by the time. Uh, and now Nisa is like fifty euros, so you don't want to buy it now for it sure. Probably will arrive. You know, it's a lot. Of, a lot of, we also have our luck that, combined. I I don't necessarily agree that Elementals loses the flooding. I think Elementals loses because of gaps in interaction. Like I, I don't think Nisa fixes a specific problem with the deck. Like maybe it's fine, but it's not like wow, this is the piece that Elementals was missing to bring it back into the vault. No. Yeah. No. No. That's like, true. That's true. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't seem like. But, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but it makes the deck better. That's what I said. I didn't say oh, it's, go- yeah, it's, I mean, it's still going to be to me like, yeah, it's still going to be not uh, at the at the highest tier in my power rankings whenever I make it next week. Ah, uh, yes, the, uh, the, the power. <laughs> yes, there is a deck that I ha- always have high in my power rankings that is doing very poorly lately, and that's Yogmoth. Why do you think is that? Uh yeah, I mean rhinos, rhinos matchups. Probably scum, rhinos. Scum and rhinos are very popular. Yeah, yeah also Yamoth does not like. The, it seems like the format is spinning up a little bit, and mm. Yamoth is a very like it's a good deck against like the somewhat slow or interactive decks or whatever. But I don't think it's faster. Like it's very good against Hammer, for example, but it's not good against the you know decks like the Jorian one or whatever. And I assume it cannot be like too good against like the elemental decks also, right? So maybe it's yeah. a little bit being pushed. I mean, they're playing still like Prismatic Ending, plus Binding, plus Solitude, plus Fury. Yeah, so it's Solitude, still like a, yeah. It's a lot of... Um, yeah, Nisa yeah, draws uh, Fury and Solitude a lot. Exactly. So I think maybe that's, uh, that's a reason why. And I mean, I don't know, but 
you think decks like these mono black decks are good against Yamoth because they might be, right? There's still like a lot of moveals. I don't know, maybe the metagame imagine is if you go, Imagine if you go the uh, average evolution and the opponent goes a shadow doubt. Doubt. Oh, Well, but what are we going to do? Not cast it ever? Like, it, it's very... Uh, it's kind of hard, right? And they also play the Amnation, so it's not like you can just slowly develop everything because they can use Amnation and, and then, eh, you know. So, uh, also Relic of yeah. Progenitus. Like, all these black decks play, like, a lot of Relic of Progenitus, which is also an annoying card. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, I don't know, maybe it's those are, like, a lot of Eves that make the, I mean, ends. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure something that I've noticed uh, lately. It's the, the, the downtrend of Yogmoth. Bye-bye, Yogmoth on the top of Power Rankings in Mango. You'll be, mm. you'll be missed. Go, you go with Hammer down downstairs, tier two. Yeah, yeah, Hammer. Hammer, where is it? Okay, there's one. Okay, it's saved. Yeah, it's but saved. Hammer is like, now, if you see the sideboards, there's still, there's still like enough hate for Hammer, but I mean, it cannot be too long until we start, like we see Elemental, Three Balls of Vigor, the, you know, Three Balls of Vigor of the scales. I guess the scales are different because it doesn't have like much else to play, but like, like crushing footfalls, four force of vigor. I don't know. Like I don't know if this trend is going to stay for long. Like it doesn't seem to me like there's enough hammer or similar decks to justify that. There's one hammer, one scales, right? Like there's not enough of anything. There's like a million different decks. It's it's no. I mean, they're they're big mana decks, right? And they're yeah. like yeah, cascade decks, yeah. and they are like morte decks. Those decks are like there. But I don't know. Like it just starts. To, I start to feel like cars like. Yeah, like, Force of Vigor are a little bit narrow. It's not like Explosives, where it's good against Hammer, but also good against Rhino, so they overlap and they're good. It's just like, there's a lot of... Yeah, like, all decks are playing, like, Force of Vigor, three or four copies whenever they have green cards, and there's just not enough decks, I think, for, for that to... Yeah, I mean, that, that's my impression, at least. We'll see with time, but I think... Antonio, what is... So, Javier, as soon as mm -hmm. they first start to test... Uh... First thing, first deck of yourself testing is Mono Black. What's the first deck you start testing when you start testing Modern? I wouldn't answer that question. <laughs> but I'm gonna test for for the for the for seasons, not for the PT. Oh, okay. Um, I just right. Okay. Um, well, I don't have four seasons, so um, yeah, you I would miss a lot of great. You don't Italian have, you don't have four seasons in Australia. You only have two. Or how does it work? Because it can't. It can't really is hot. <laughs> Because we don't we don't really have winter the same way you guys have winter, so we might maybe you could make an argument that we only have three seasons, maybe. Three, um, that's a weird number. It, it is a bit strange, um, but it's fine. Uh, yeah, um, I, I I think yeah, I don't really I don't, I don't have very much. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna lock in um, Bilbo Baggins Zagro <laughs> or something. I don't know. Did you knock him out, Mango? Oh, Bilbo Bagging Zagro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is that a new a new strategy that will arrive? Yeah. Turn one Ragavan, turn two Bilbo Baggings? No, it's actually yeah, turn one Bilbo Baggings, turn two Ragavan, because Ragavan is dash, so you know. Oh, so, yeah, to play yeah. around. Uh, what does Bilbo Baggings do? It's a good? It, it's know. probably good. Is it spoilered already? Oh, no, yeah, I'm it's not it spoilered yet. Really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, it's not... Yeah, oh, but, by the way, do you know, Anthony, that I started watching a TV show called Wellmania, and it is uh, in... Um, it's played in Sydney. Favorite uh, Anthony, like, favorite place from Anthony. What? Yeah, is, thought, is, it, thought, is it like... I, th some, I think about it, you. Is it some, like, horror dystopia or something? <laughs> no, 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 it's... Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a Netflix show, whatever, Not nothing serious, but... 
Imagine, yeah, it's, imagine Mango, how tilting is how tilting is for Anthony. Whenever we think we see Sydney, we think of him, but he hates it. It's kind of ironic, in a way. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's, it's actually the biggest view. Like I already booked all of my stuff for the RC, like travel and accommodation, before the PT, uh, and then I qualified. So I'm going to the RC for no reason. But only now it occurs to me that the RC is also in Sydney. So I'm actually just going to Sydney for no reason whatsoever nice it's i mean you can just go for it? the back-to-back wins i mean no back no when's back yours yeah. when's yours end of end of june yeah end of june after end yours june, yeah are you gonna, are you gonna yeah. test even anthony or are you gonna just go full net deck and play uh, i think i i mean i have to i have to test Bilbo baggins aggro so I, I i probably won't put very much effort into nice. uh yeah, into pioneer but we can play Bilbo baggins mirror matches at some point I mean, it's, it's too it's early to start, to start playing. Mo- it's too early to start playing modern, isn't it? Or maybe it's. What not? are you talking about? Know, You're playing modern right now. <laughs> How oh, can it be too early? Like this, I'm playing modern for fun, you know, not modern for the PT. I assume you were talking about PT modern. Yeah, I was. Um, I don't yeah. know. I mean, you can play modern so, for fun if you want. That's inconceivable yeah. concept to me, but you know. Yeah, um, I, I'm glad you allowed me to play. it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that's, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Anthony we love somehow. <laughs> 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 okay i think we should move ahead of modern like there's other formats you know like oh thank um, god yeah i mean Mango, oh, yeah, you, 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 yeah you told me to uh, remember you okay, that you, uh, you had you had a very very, very important popper thing, thing to announce so here we go yeah, yeah. anthony i wanted to I, I was i was happy to share with you my uh ninth place in a popper challenge I, i'm sure you were very interested on, to hear it on the podcast congratulations oh, i mean was it was it a clean cut or was it off breakers? Oh, it was actually exactly the same tiebreaker showed on Magic Online. Oh, second oh, wow. breaker, so that's like rough. You, you, wow. Yeah, you know how Magic Online decides to yeah, very yeah. lately develop this technology to show one tiebreaker only, <laughs> which doesn't do anything outside of just tilting people whenever it's the same one. Well, then I'm very. Uh, then I think this is a great story because it sounds like you played Pulper and got punished in the most. Uh, most horrible way possible for it so that's okay i you won, deserve it. i want 10 treasure chest i want 10 treasure chest after five hours of play i think it's a good good what, five hours of the... pop, what is that like two matches <laughs> <laughs> actually i don't know why oh, but yeah, it, was, yeah. it went very quick it went, went very quick i was surprised oh, yeah, <laughs> time yeah, went yeah. quickly when you bought there was a like two or three <laughs> Two or three uh, Ponza deck in the top eight. I'm sure they sped up the, the, ah, the tournament. They're doing the Lord's work. Good, you love to see it. Yeah, <laughs> like lost land destruction. Yeah, good, good. You know, good to see the all archetypes being alive still. Yeah, I did. A, I did. A, I did a personal record. I finished the match after four minutes fifty. Like the whole match, two what, games, sideboarding, everything. What did you play? Ponza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I kept three lands both games and just never draw one and I destroyed all three <laughs> by, the end, by the end of the game. I don't know. That doesn't seem like... I mean, I didn't play against any Ponce deck when I played that Soga Challenge, but that's not a deck that sounds very fun to play against or with even. Yeah, if they have a good draw, it's, it's fine. It's popper. Sometimes you, you, your, your hands are tied. The, the, there's not enough good answers. That's but fine. It yeah. is what it is. That's it, Anthony. I just wanted to tell you this. My popper. I'm, I'm, I'm glad my that you lo- said this with me. You've enriched my life and also your own. I, I mean, think, think of it like this way. Like, we made you be like, wow, modern was good for a moment. 
So the thing that's that true. No, modern modern is great. Like whenever I play Pioneer, I'm reminded of how much um, I like modern. <laughs> yeah. I play a lot of Pioneer, so you know, after playing Boris Convoke for two days, I can tell you I I miss modern a lot for sure. I mean, modern but. is just like good. Like I think it's just a good format right now overall. I mean, it's still modern, but all other formats have the downside. So if you try to find them, you're gonna find them. But I think modern is good. Honestly, I think most most uh, yeah most formats are good. Pioneer the worst, the most competitive ones, in my opinion, but still good, you know. Legacy um, is um, very good, actually, after the bans, I feel. Uh, so this 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 week in Twitter, I discovered something. It's like some people were playing the control deck with the Dark Planeswalker. Mm. So <laughs> Comet. Sorry, Comet, Stella Pop. Comet, That's the name. Eh? Comet the Dark Planeswalker. And, uh, oh. like... Yeah, it's just like I. The cards are not the magical line. I mean, I mean, why is that? Like, how? I don't know. Maybe it's difficult to good? program or something. I, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a weird because card. The, yeah. sure. the, the, yeah, the, the, the sure. cards are like apparently playable, right? Like, uh, I mean, I saw that it was like bad, but apparently it's not bad because if you roll the six, it's just a very long text, but simply poker, you have four mana, you activate the ability, and you roll a die. And if you get a six, it goes like crazy, or whatever. And if it doesn't, it's still like okay ish. Fine, yeah, it's fine. You, it gets back cards from the graveyard, so you get back like a plow or whatever. It's only bad when you go one or two because you make two one one haste creatures, but sometimes also they up, they matter because they defend it. So, so this, this, this card looks like, you know, it's not necessarily much worse than Wandering Emperor. Uh, yeah. So I'm wondering now. Can I... No, I think you should definitely play it in 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 control deck. Like if, you play, if you play control and you play this, it's kind of strange. I don't know. I just was like, what? Like why no one plays this card? And then Mingo was like, yeah, no, like... it's not a line. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if, oh, that's yeah, interesting. If you play green, then you play Minskambu. But I think if you play straight up just guy, I think you should play it. Yeah, this was the discovery of the week for me. Like just finding out this card was uh, a thing and also not a line. You know. So apparently it's on cube in the Mingo cube. So. He yeah, knows. we put it in the cube uh, this summer when it came out, and it was fine. He even like <laughs> one in the same turn you cast him because you go like six, then you go like one six. I mean, obviously, I have to go super lucky, but he won in the same turn he cast him. It's still in the cube. It has survived the year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a really it's, it's a good card. It's a good card. I think that it's better uh, than the Wandering Emperor. Yes. I mean, just to be clear, the bar for Planeswalkers in Mega's Cube is incredibly low because he has Teferi Master of Time in there, right? So no, I mean, he doesn't have it anymore, does it? Uh, yes, of course. I paid a hundred euro. Uh, I can remove it. Why? why you, you, you can have, put literally uh, anything in there. <laughs> why? So because no, the, dog, okay. the, the dog maybe no, said because you paid for it, so. No, I know I didn't pay much for it. No, but honestly, we plan <laughs> on uh, lowering the amount of blue cards, so we need to cut like fifteen blue cards. I think that we can cut the Teferi. No, Do you think so? Does, does anyone ever does anyone ever play Teferi in your cube? The four mana Teferi. Yeah, it's fine. It even combos with a Jorrel. That's a good combo. It happens a lot. I mean, you mean Teferi, the combo Jor-Rel. that was legal in the standard and no one ever played in the whole standard legality? That's and there it is. Higher power level than cube, right? Is it though? No. Yes, sometimes. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm just saying. <laughs> Jorrel, she, Jorrel are the plus. Uh, what's the other one? Sylvan Library is another fun one. Yeah, basically she ordered it. Sylvan Library. No, I just wanted to share this this finding in Legacy because you know I thought it was fun. Like, oh, it's uh, interesting. I mean, I had no idea. Um, 
That's cool, though. To, to, yeah. I mean, I think it's cool. Maybe, maybe some people who actually play Legacy don't like that there are unstable cards or whatever. Um, well, I, I can agree. I can agree with them not liking them. I mean, I don't think I they're think good cool. to have like this, but whatever, you know. Like it's At this point, it's impossible to have a... To know which cards are legal in each format, like do you have like this modern license, of course, but after stuff like this, which is only legacy, because it's not modern, it's only legacy or vintage. So it's like you know the legacy modern license, but then for legacy, then there's you know like we don't even know the lot of the rings is gonna be for modern, but we know if it's gonna be like historic or they're gonna have a new arena format. Like it's imp- at this point, I just give up. Like I just when I have to play a tournament, I just hope there's a filter. Page or whatever. Don't worry about it. It's me every card that was printed in the last, you know, three years of sets or whatever. It's not that hard. That where do you mean in arena? No, I just mean like for tournaments. It's fine. It's it's, the, it's cards that were printed in the most recent three years of sets. Older, yeah, older uh, not the legacy though, because legacy is dual lands, brainstorm, ponder, and then those cards. But I don't even yeah. know which cards are printed, you know, because I didn't know, like, there's a lot of cards, so, uh, yeah, I think it's very hard nowadays to realize which cards are legal to which format, but I'm kind of getting used to it, like, I'm just playing the formats, I'm like, oh, that was legal, that's the arena experience, you know, you play Historic, and then they play a card, like, you didn't even know, you didn't even know it was online, but it is, apparently, and they're like, wow, <laughs> nice, you know, now I know this card is legal, and so goes on, so... Nice way to learn. It's it's like discovering new cards, you know, in a way, like the, the like the way I did this week. So yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's legacy. I kind of want to play legacy also. I will play legacy in four seasons. Uh, by the way, for, but first we're gonna play Pioneer this week. I'm gonna go to Valencia right. with Mangu. Yeah. Yes, I'm leaving tomorrow after stream. It's gonna be long travel because I have to go up to Milan. It's yeah, but I'll be in Valencia well, I can't, early I can't Friday morning. What it's like. So sorry to hear that, Mangu. That you have to that you have to undertake some long travel, you know. Yeah, so sorry, no, but it's not you know, just Mangu, you know. it's not just train plus plane because there's a lot of like uh, stop roads. Have to take a bus that's replacing a train. Whatever. I hope I'll, I'll get there. It'll be clean and good. And then I'll be playing the Friday side event at nine a.m. There's a Pioneer Large side event, so I'll be playing that one out here. At what time On do you Friday? Arrive? I mean, you know what's rough, Anthony? I'm gonna drive there. <laughs> oh, okay, that actually is oh, wow. Fun. I'm just gonna drive mid morning so I can half lunch there. So you know, it's uh, that's why you think it's rough. Yeah, of course. I mean, Valencia. Yes, if you are going to Valencia, just make sure you get some paella because and paella is often for lunch. Just so you know. But oh, okay, so it has to be yeah. for lunch specifically. Okay. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, you can get them for dinner, but usually there's some of the... Like, Actually, you, could, you, could, you should cover these things at some point. And maybe at some point when we have uh, something, like one of the episodes close to the Pro Tour, you can talk a little bit about what people should do. Yeah. Um, when they're Actually, we'll try to do something. Pop. Like last video I did, like, I don't know if you remember, like this is a small written guide, which was yeah. like, I don't know. 10 lines of text, which is not that much, but actually multiple people came to me in the PT, like, you know, that was very helpful, like, was helpful or whatever. So I would probably at least do something like that or maybe just a small, like, yeah, if you can talk for, yeah, if you can talk for like an hour about Blackbird, you can probably talk for a little while about the place that you live. <laughs> so, you know. yeah, 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 exactly. But yeah, I'm going to drive and I'm considering, you know, bring something for the tournament. So you will see next week. Because maybe oh, okay. Maybe, you mm. know, very good, very good. Yeah, <laughs> we will. Uh, you know, as much as we maybe. don't love to share too much about Pioneer, we'll definitely talk about you know our experiences over there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's also going to be good to see Mangu 
uh, not Anthony because he's too lazy to to drive apparently. But yeah, I tried driving. Yeah. It, it was just too difficult. Yeah. yeah, driving to Spain was a little bit rough. I can see that. I'm not a big fan of driving to tournaments, but I think this one is it's like three hours or something, so it's not uh, not as bad as it could be. Ghastly. <laughs> All right, Carnies, uh, why don't we why don't we uh, wrap up? But before that, uh, I wanted to mention that we have a podcast where you can directly support us. We want to thank Steve uh, for uh, um, subscribing to the to the Patreon last week, and uh, he joined the Carnies podcast, where you know, kind of uh, can we can chat about every format, even popper. Uh, that's a free that's a free topic over there mm. um, here's Steve yes, and... don't talk about Popper though <laughs> <laughs> alright I, I, I like this new balance you know where Anthony is getting the hits instead of giving them as much well done Mingo thank you for listening thanks for listening and see everyone we'll be back bye 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 adios bye